0: Assassin. break next call me Jack Tate I have no regrets while your life is fading I'm a crazy fuck equivalent to Satan when I'm behind the mic I feel like the greatest you know I break next call me Jack Tate I have no regrets while your life is fading I'm a crazy fuck equivalent to Satan when I'm behind the mic I feel like the greatest what up y'all you're listening to sports talk with TROP and I'm your host Katie TROP Well, before we get into things, I did just drop a new promo video for my upcoming music video for the single called Hurt Feelings. Uh, So you can check that out on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash katytrop, or on my official website, katytrop.net, and I'll be dropping the music video on Saturday. Uh, So uh, we had a very interesting week 16 of uh, football over the weekend, and uh, we actually still have some going on right now. I'm actually having a hilarious time watching the uh, Raiders kick the shit out of the Chiefs right now just watch them miss a field goal right before halftime so uh that was pretty hilarious because uh I've been rooting pretty hard against the Chiefs I'm not a fan of theirs to begin with but uh with all this stupid uh high school relationship between <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift it's made me really root against them even harder so uh pretty funny to see them getting their asses beat right now we'll see uh how the rest of the day goes, but so far, pretty hilarious. But uh, let's get into the games that are completely finished, beginning with Saturday's games. Uh, The first game we had was the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, who knew this? The Pittsburgh Steelers could actually score a bunch of points. They kicked the shit out of the Cincinnati Bengals, 34-11. to Uh, I mean, George Pickens came out of nowhere, had a huge game, four receptions for 195 yards and two touchdowns. So big game from him. And uh, Mason Rudolph was the quarterback this time around, and um, he just had a fantastic game. Uh, Najee Harris actually had a good game, 78 yards and a touchdown on the ground. So the Steelers were able to put together a really great game, and the Bengals just fell back. Uh, They're still in the playoff hunt, of course, but uh, this definitely does not help their case towards the end of the season. Then we have the Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Chargers which was a extremely, surprisingly close game. <clears throat> it was the uh, first game for the Chargers without their head coach, Brandon Staley. And uh, they just really actually had a, had a good game. I mean, uh, neither offense could really get going. The Bills looked like they were going to have some life in the uh, second quarter. They scored 14 points, but then uh, the second half started and they really just couldn't get anything going. And actually, the Chargers uh, made it a game, actually took the lead in the end, but the Bills were able to uh, get... To uh, go on a game-winning drive and uh, take the lead on a last uh, on a final-minute field goal, and uh, the Bills did get the win, 24 to 22. Josh Allen had a good game, 237 yards, a touchdown, and uh, Gabe Davis was the receiver uh, of the night for the Bills. He had 130 yards and a touchdown. So uh, another uh, nail biter from the Bills, but still uh, they got the win, and they are right in line uh, for a playoff spot as well. Then moving on to Sunday's games, Uh, we had the Indianapolis Colts at the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, the Falcons just went off. Now, they've actually been pretty decent at home all season, so it's not really shocking. And the Colts have been such a Jekyll and Hyde team where they've just been up and down and up and down that it's not shocking that they did this this week. And uh, the Falcons got the big win. 29-10. 29-10. to 10. Taylor Heineke was actually the starting quarterback yesterday. He had 229 yards and a touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh Robinson had 72 yards. And uh, it was just an overall uh, really solid game from the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, once again, another team with the Colts. Start, they're in the wild card hunt. And uh, they really could use the win. And uh, that loss could end up costing them a playoff spot in the end. Uh, then we had the Seattle Seahawks at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Seahawks they uh, they put it on in the fourth quarter. This was actually a pretty close game the whole way through. Uh, Geno Smith was actually able to drive them down the field on the game-winning drive and uh, and have a take the take the lead at the end in the fourth quarter to get the win, 20 to 17. Geno Smith had 227 yards and two touchdowns. So this was his uh, first game back uh, from missing the last couple of games due to injury. Derrick Henry, of course, also had a good game as well. 88 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, but this was just actually a really hard-fought really hard fought battle from the Titans since they really don't have much to play for. And the Seahawks have a lot to play for because they, they're still looking to nab one of those last wild-card spots in the NFC. Uh, so that was a big win for them. Then we had the Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. And this actually turned out to be a pretty solid game. The Vikings looked... Like, they could actually make it work, but in the end, uh, the Lions were the better team. Uh, Nick Mullins actually started yesterday for the Vikings. He had 411 yards and two touchdowns, but he had four costly interceptions, especially one uh, towards the end of the game when they were driving and just trying to uh, tie this game up, and they just could not do it. And the Lions ended up getting the win, thirty to twenty-four. And uh, for the first time since nineteen ninety-three, the Detroit Lions have officially clinched their division, and they are the NFC North champs. So they are headed to the playoffs. And uh, this is the first time, like I said, since ninety-three that they have outright won their division. So uh, excellent uh, job for them. Uh, Their running back Jameer Gibbs had a big day yesterday, 80 yards and two touchdowns. And then Justin Jefferson, he uh, he's made his comeback from his injury. He had a huge day yesterday, 141 yards and a touchdown, but obviously it was not enough for the Vikings to overcome the Lions. And the Vikings are another team in the playoff hunt, and so that that loss really sets them back. <clears throat> Then we had the Washington Commanders at the New York Jets, which which actually ended up being a pretty solid game. I mean, it was pretty much Jets- All the way uh, through the first half, then the second half, the Commanders really just started to put something together, uh, but not enough to uh, hold off the Jets, who were able to get a 54-yard field goal to uh, seal the deal and get the win, 30 to 28. I mean, neither one of these teams have anything to play for, uh, so it's not really shocking that it actually turned out to be a pretty solid game. Uh, Trevor Simeon started for the Jets yesterday at quarterback. He had 217 yards and a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Brees Hall had 95 yards and two touchdowns, and uh, just a nice solid win from the Jets, especially after they got their asses handed to them last week. Then we had the Green Bay Packers at the Carolina Panthers, and this one actually turned out to be a really good game as well. It was pretty much back and forth. Uh, The Packers took a a pretty solid lead in the first half, uh, but then the Panthers really started to turn it on, and it was a crazy fourth quarter battle between the Packers and the Panthers, uh, but uh, the Packers just got the better of the Panthers in the end. They got the win 33-30. to They are also a team vying for a playoff spot, so they really needed this win. Uh, but Bryce Young probably had his best game of the season. He had 312 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, the Packers got Aaron Jones back yesterday, which I think was a huge help to uh, them getting that win, especially because they need to make this playoff run. He's going to be huge in that. <clears throat> and then DJ Chark of the Carolina Panthers, he had 98 yards. And two touchdowns. Then we had the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. And Joe Flacco is just continuing his reign of terror. Coming straight off the couch. couch, And now the Browns. Uh, They haven't clinched a playoff spot yet. But they are right there. I mean they're 10 and freaking 5. They got a huge win yesterday against the Texans. 36 to 22. Flacco passed for 368 yards. And three touchdowns. This guy is just playing spectacular. And then Amari Cooper. Speaking of playing spectacular, he now is the record holder for the most yards in a game for the Cleveland Browns in their entire history Um, with 265 yards yesterday and two touchdowns. The guy went off. And I mean, he just went off. He was such a huge part of this team yesterday. He and Flacco have amazing chemistry. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with this Browns team come playoff time because, uh, I think they could really upset some people. I'm not sure. I don't think they're even a play or a Super Bowl bound team, but I feel like they could be a team who comes right out the gate and maybe um, fucks up the day uh, in the for, in the wild card round for a team that's not really expecting it. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, Joe Flacco is just having a fantastic season, and he wasn't even supposed to play this year. So good for him. Uh, then we had the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it was just straight-up domination by the Buccaneers. Uh, looks like uh, Trevor Lawrence is injured again. He left with a shoulder injury yesterday for the Jaguars. But uh, Baker Mayfield had yet another fantastic game two weeks in a row. 283 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, the, the Bucs just smashed the Jaguars 30-12. to It wasn't close at any point. This is not good for the Jaguars. Not only just the, um, the injury to Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, they just have been falling apart the last couple of months, and that is not how you want to head into the playoffs. Whereas the on the other spe- uh, side of the spectrum, the Buccaneers, they've really stepped it up and are really playing good football, and they look like they could potentially not only uh, make the playoffs, but even win their division as well. Then we had the Arizona Cardinals at the Chicago Bears, and the Bears smashed the Cardinals 27-16. to 16. Um, Although they got smashed, uh, Kyler Murray... Still had a good game, 230 yards and two touchdowns, Uh, but uh, the Bears really got it done on the ground. Uh, Herbert had a big day on the ground, 112 yards and a touchdown, and then Cole Komet had a good game as well uh, with 107 yards through the air. Then we had uh, the Dallas Cowboys at the Miami Dolphins, and uh, this was a heartbreaker yesterday for me watching this one just because um, I thought it was going to be an offensive shootout. Turned out it wasn't. Um, You know, the Cowboys running game is just so terrible, and it's really just costing them some games. Also, the offensive line couldn't block shit for Dak yesterday, so he was running around uh, like a chicken with his head cut off. And the defense, they really, I, I don't know what it is, but they just have not been able to get at the quarterback lately. And uh, they they ended up losing the game 22-20. It was a close game all the way throughout, uh, but uh, it was another game of inches yesterday where uh, on the first drive of the game, uh, the Cowboys missed a touchdown by an inch, and uh, that, and then the next, the next play, they uh, they fumbled the ball, and uh, the the Dolphins would score three points from there. But really, that was costly seven points right there for the Cowboys, and uh, the game could have been completely different. Uh, but unfortunately, they lost, and the Dolphins were able to hang on and uh, drive it down the field for a game-winning field goal as time expired. To get the win, Uh, Tua had 293 yards through the air and a touchdown, and uh, CD Lamb had 118 yards and a touchdown. Then Sunday night football, uh, we had the New England Patriots at the Denver Broncos. Now the first half was seven to three going into uh, halftime, and it was just a terrible game uh, from both teams. And then all of a sudden, the Patriots went off in the third quarter uh, with 20 points, and then the Broncos went off in the fourth quarter with 16 points. But the Patriots were able to uh, have the game-winning drive and nail the uh, 56-yard field goal in the final seconds, which was huge for them because their field goal kicker had missed a couple of really key field goals earlier in the game, so he was able to redeem himself. And the Patriots were able to get a huge win, 26-23. to And the Denver Broncos are another one of those teams, kind of on the bubble here uh, uh, of the playoffs, and they really could have used that win, and um, they got a huge loss. And uh, so we'll see what happens uh, there for the Broncos. But that was a real bad loss for them. Uh, For the the Patriots, Bailey Zappi had 256 yards and two touchdowns. So uh, they actually had a pretty solid game offensively. And then uh, since it is Christmas Day, we actually have uh, three Monday games. Uh, Right now, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, it's a pretty hilarious game right now. It's the third quarter. And the Chargers are up 17 to 7 I actually had the Chiefs winning this one 23 to 17 but uh, so far that's not what's what's happening here it was it's just the start of the third quarter so things can change but uh, it's been a pretty hilarious game um, then later on we have the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles right now the Eagles are a 10 and a half point favorite and um, you know, this is a big game for the Eagles because they are on a uh, a three game losing streak, so they really need this game. Um, the Giants have not beat the Eagles in Philadelphia or in Philadelphia since Tom Coughlin was their coach, so that was like a million years ago. And, uh, so it's just not, uh, not been a good season for the Giants, of course, but this is a division battle. So I do expect them to actually play pretty well. Uh, but I feel like the Eagles are going to bounce back in this one and get the win 24 to 14. And then of course the game of the night, the Monday night football matchup is going to be the Baltimore Ravens at the San Francisco 49ers right now. The Niners are a five and a half point favorite. And, uh, I mean, this is going to be a battle between two uh, really good teams. The number one seed right now in the in, in the AFC is Baltimore, number one in the NFC is San Francisco. So these are the two best teams in the league, at least right now they are. Potential Super Bowl preview, if you will. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is going to be a crazy matchup. But I just feel like um, the Niners are probably due for a loss since they're on a, what, a five, six game winning streak right now. Um, Baltimore, they play, especially Lamar Jackson, they play NFC teams very well. He has never lost to an NFC team. Um, and I just feel like their defense is going to step it up, and they're going to be the cornerstone, and uh, they're going to be the reason why they get the win tonight. And I've got Baltimore winning a close one, 31-28. Now, moving on to my top 10 NBA Power Rankings for this week. Um, not much movement. Uh, we do have a new team in here that we're going to discuss um, and we do have a new number one as well, but uh, I don't know how long that's going to last. So let's get started with uh, number one this week is the Milwaukee Bucks. Overall record of 22-7. They are on a seven-game winning streak. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10 games, and they are just on a murder fest right now. They are just killing every team they play. Uh, pretty much every win they've gotten in the a seven-game winning streak has been about by 20 points. So they're killing everybody. Right now, they're second in the league in field goal percentage, hitting 50 point, 50% of their shots. Uh, they're third in the league of three-point percentage, hitting 38% of their three-pointers. And they're second in the league in points per game, averaging 125 points per game. So they are just blowing everybody out of the water. But they're also fantastic defensively. And uh, Giannis has just been on a tear the last couple of weeks. Then at number two on my top 10 NBA Power Rankings, they only fell one spot. That would be the Boston Celtics. Overall record of 22-6. Really the only reason why they fell is because the Bucs are just on such a tear right now. Uh, the Celtics did lose to Golden State uh, this past week, so that's really kind of held against them. But I mean, overall, the Celtics are still a really good, solid team. Jason Tatum's having a great year, and uh, they just seem to be getting better as the season rolls on. It's just Bucks. Are, have been killing it right now, and I had to put them above the Celtics, at least for the time being. Then at number three on my top 10 NBA power rankings of the Philadelphia 76ers, overall record of 20 and 8. Uh, and uh, their their last 10 games, they are 8-2. and two. Uh, They have also just been smashing their opponents lately. Uh, they just killed the Timberwolves by uh, 20 points the other night. You know, Embiid had 51 points. He's actually been averaging 35 points per game, which is the league lead right now, and he's pretty much been uh, the league leader in points per game uh, from the jump. I, I mean, Embiid is just having a fantastic season that, uh, you know, it, it doesn't feel like we're talking about him a lot this year, even though he's just been lights out, but that's that's just probably because, you know, over the years, he's pretty much been great at the beginning of regular seasons. And then as the season wears on, he tends to get injured or the 76ers just fall off. And so maybe it's just because of that. And we're all just kind of expecting uh, uh, the fall off. But right now, Embiid is playing at uh, a high level. Then at number four on my top 10 NBA Power Rankings at the Minnesota Timberwolves, overall record of 22-6. I mean, they are the top team in the Western Conference right now, which is just crazy to say. Uh, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, and they are just clicking on all, on all cylinders. <clears throat> they look so good right now. Um, uh, the, the core five just are gelling so well, uh, and, and you just it's kind of what you expected from them last year, and they just really couldn't put it together. But now that they've had a whole offseason together, This season has really been great for them, and uh, Gobert has just been fantastic in the paint. Then at number five on my top ten NBA power rankings, I have the Denver Nuggets rising back up there. They are twenty-one and ten on the season, currently on a four-game winning streak, seven and three in their last ten games, and uh, they smashed the Dallas Mavericks last week. And I mean, they've really uh, their their last uh, their last four games here, they've really just been uh, killing everybody that they that they've been playing so uh it's they just look really good right now and uh, it looks like they're um they're doing better with uh, all their guys they're they're coming back from injury and then of course Jokic he's never he has yet to lose a step he's still the triple triple double king and uh having an amazing season and now here the Nuggets are uh back up there on winning streaks Looking really good, and uh, I don't expect them to fall off. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be shocked if we see them in the number one position here in the next couple of weeks. Then at number six on my top ten NBA power rankings are the Sacramento Sacramento Kings. Overall record of seventeen and eleven. They are six and four in their last ten games, and they've just really had an up and down week. They really haven't been a consistent team at all at this season. They've when they've had their ups, they've they've been great. Uh, But when they've had their downs, they just haven't done um, really well. And they've they've lost some bad games. They've won some good games. And this week, it was pretty much that. Win a game, lose a game. Win a game, lose a game. So with that, they're a good team. But they just haven't really had a lot of consistency. So that's why they're there at number six. But they're absolutely a threat uh, to every team in the Western Conference. Then at number seven on my top ten NBA power rankings at the Dallas Mavericks, overall record of seventeen and twelve. They are six and four in their last ten games, and they've just had a really bad week. They've been getting beat, and this is the thing with the Mavericks—they've been a very Jekyll and Hyde team as well. They just, when they have their ups, they have their ups. When they have their downs, they are down. And right now, um, I still have them at seven, but they are—they just did not have a good week whatsoever. Then at number eight on my top ten NBA power rankings at the New Orleans Pelicans. Overall record of 17-13. They are 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. And actually, even though uh, Zion Zion's playing great in the paint, this team is really being led by Brandon Ingram. He is having a fantastic season. Uh, he's averaging about uh, 26 points per game. And uh, he's just been having a great year. And then uh, Valanchunas, he's also been having a great year as well. So the, the Pelicans really putting together team-wise. Uh, they've really been able to avoid the injuries so far. And uh, Zion in the paint. Uh, while he's you know he he's not what we've been expecting offensively especially with what he was when he was in college uh but I mean in the paint he is a force you don't want to mess with this dude and uh, if the pelicans stay healthy they're they're a pretty uh pretty damn good team then at number nine on my top 10 NBA power rankings I have the Los Angeles Clippers overall record of 17 and 12 and I really just had to put this team in here because they've actually had a pretty good a uh, couple of weeks here they're 8 and 2 in their last 10 games and they've finally been able to put it together but i don't think it's going to last as a matter of fact if this is what i've expected from the clippers i expect they're going to have their ups their downs and you know they're coming out of a down and now they're up and i feel like probably next week or the week after we're going to see them uh be down again but uh, right now they're actually one of the the streaky good teams in the uh, the Western Conference, so I had to add them in there. But I don't expect them to uh, maintain this these winning ways. And then rounding out the top ten NBA power rankings, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder overall record of eighteen and nine. They're seven and three in their last ten games, and uh, they're just they're just really. They have yet to fall off. They really haven't had a bad game. Uh, Chet Holmgren's doing well. Um, You know, uh, Shea Gilgis, blah, blah, blah. He's got like three names, so it's hard to remember. But uh, they're they're having a really, really good season. And, um, you know, they're a young core, so you kind of expect them to have their downs, but they really, really haven't. They've actually played very well against a lot of good teams, and uh, I'm actually... Super shocked that I'm still even talking about them at this point in the season. We'll see if it if it keeps moving uh, like that. But uh, here we are in December, and uh, the Thunder are 18 and nine, and they were one of the worst teams last year too. So actually, they've been one of the worst teams over the last couple of seasons, like the bottom of the barrel. So I mean, this is a big deal for them to actually uh, be in my my power rankings and and be consistently spoken about. I think I've talked about the uh, Thunder every single week in the power rankings. So. Uh, good for them. All right. And uh, I did kind of move through this uh, episode fast because uh, there is football on. If if it sounds like I've been kind of drifting away at certain points, that's because there's a game on and I have been drifting away. So uh, I did want to kind of run through this episode so I could uh, hurry up and get back to uh, the Chiefs getting their asses beat by the Raiders. And hopefully it stays that way. But we'll talk about that game uh, once it's over on Wednesday's episode. Uh, So I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and uh, I will talk to you fools on Wednesday.